A bit of a different Westcon football podcast coming up today. Bart Pasterna with Coach Joe Law. No glass for the pooch today. He's he's free and in the open air. The animals get out of the zoo. And, and Coach Law, we are going to be talking with some of the players who will be playing prominent parts in the uh, in the team this year, whether it's on the field, in action, leadership role, whatever it may be, they are part of the council, right? Yeah, without a doubt. We're uh, Today we report to camp, uh, and I'm so excited. We're having a media day here with obviously Bart leading the way on the podcast. And uh, today we're going to interview our 20 leadership guys. And uh, to be on a leadership council, going to be what I consider to be the foundation of our team. All great teams are player-led. They're not coach-led. Ultimately, if you look at the great teams, uh, it's the internal leadership of the players. And most of these guys are already what I consider really good leaders. We're still trying to develop some of these guys. But today's podcast is what we feel is the core of our team and uh, what's going to lead us to having the kind of season we're going to have this year. And reminder, the season is Coming up, you don't really have, people think you have months and months and months to be on the field and working out and doing this and doing that. It's not the case. Yeah, we're, I think we got a game September 4th, our first game. We got a scrimmage on August 27th. So it, it happens right, right away at this level. And before you know it, man, we're kicking off. So small window to develop a team, to build a team. And uh, so we're excited. We got our guys today here. Everyone we thought was going to show up showed up. You know, that's part of training camp. You check them off when they sign in. Our guys look as good as they've ever looked as far as physically. Our guys worked hard this summer. So I'm truly excited to kick off this season. All right. When we return, we'll be starting off with our 20 members of the Leadership Council here on the WestCon Football Podcast. Westcott Football Podcast is rolling on with our leadership council, and Rocky's here. Good to see you, Rocky. It's yeah, you started about eight games, I guess, last year for for Westcott, and I sense the excitement just looking at some of the guys and looking at the leadership council. Uh, guys are guys are excited about the upcoming season. Yeah, they're very. They're, they are though. We are. We are a lot. I feel like coming in, we're going to be. We're gonna be a team to look out for. It. What was, what was a big difference coming from Long Island to here to play a little bit of football? And, and trust me, I'm a guy who grew up in New York City. Lots of relatives in Long Island. I could tell you the difference between the city and Long Island. But going from Long Island to another state, you tell me. I mean, out here it's more like it's quiet. I mean, if you move from out here from Long Island, you can more like be to yourself. You don't have to worry about people being in business or anything. You can just be yourself without anybody judging you. Does so that does that help your development? It helps me a lot, actually. It helps me like just stay away from reality. When you when you come out here, you just get away and you don't have to worry about anything. But when you back home, you gotta worry about what's going on, your family members, how they're doing, and everything. But so it's just like to get away is just good. It's just a good feeling. Well, you were a, a transfer guy, and there are a few guys who transferred into the program from uh, from other schools. Um, do you feel you found a home here? I definitely did. I, I regret not coming here when I first graduated high school. Uh, well, these guys look at you like uh, yeah, even the members of the leadership council. They kind of defer to you, Rocky. They uh, they they are, uh, let's say. They they know it's not a pecking order. It's a respect order is the way I like to look at it. Yeah. 
That's basically what it is. I try to I try to go with the mindset of just like don't let anybody don't let anybody like tell you what to do or tell you how how it is. Just be yourself. Don't let nobody build your character and just do what you got to do and you, you'll everybody will like how you are. Because of your position and situation uh and because of your veteran status, I'm sure you'll be called upon to help bring others along, get other guys ready. Um, is does that ever get any easier? You know, to try and bring guys along and bring them along the West Conway. Nah, not at all. I just explain to them my story and explain to them how far I got, and just to don't stop. If you if you love some, just continue to do it. And I'll explain to them if they do plan on coming here, this is the place you need to be. They give you opportunity, and you just take advantage of it. So, for Rocky Davis, what what's the imprint you want to make? What's what do you want to be your Wolves' legacy? My Wolves' legacy. I want to put a name on for myself to where like people are gonna know that this 2022 full team, Rocky Davis, is a big part of this team right here. You feel it'll be a, a big bounce back year? The way you finished last year was tremendous. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a way better than last year. I'm just going to keep on going from where I, where I left off from last year. Well, Rocky, we want to wish you and the guys the, the best of luck. Bring that line along, that defensive line, because we know you're going to be called upon with the talent that's in the conference and lots of returning players in the conference. I'm sure you've already marked a game or two off. <laughs> definitely, definitely did. I definitely did. I you know, to get did. ready for. Hey, thanks so much, and give our best to that line. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Peter Bensavengo is with us here, Westcon Football Podcast, doing that leadership council thing. And uh, Peter, defensive back is. I, I sense you're a guy we could almost put anywhere on the field. Maybe not punter. But we can put you anywhere on the field. I've played punter here too before, actually. Believe it or not, my I freshman don't. year. But um, no, yeah, I've played. A, I've played a ton of different positions: high school, college, and everything. Um, mostly defense, not not too much offense. But uh, I, I can do a little bit of it all: uh, linebacker, safety, corner. I've, I've been put in a couple different plot, uh, spaces. Yeah, well, you're too valuable. That's why we can't put you in punter in case somebody, <laughs> some way, somehow, somebody gets loose and comes crashing into you. We can't let that happen, <laughs> Peter. Now, you're a Connecticut guy. Yep. Um, the high school experience here, uh, translating to the college experience in Connecticut, uh, is uh, was it a difficult transition at any point for you? Um the schedule was definitely the biggest transition, I would say. Um, intensity, my, my uh, high school coach was kind of crazy. So the, <laughs> the intensity was, was actually fairly similar uh, in practice, but, but the schedule, the amount of work you put in is definitely totally different. Uh, it's, it's, you know, four times as much as anything you would have to do in high school with practice and meetings and lifting and all that. So that, I would say that was the biggest kind of shock coming in. But no regrets for you getting getting involved and continuing at this level at all. No, not not at all, not at all. Love every second of it. Well, you know, we we've been talking about the to some of the guys about the it being uh, a different feeling, a different vibe. Last year, younger team, mm. things you know going into the final stretch may not have been looking great, but boy, uh, the team really seemed. 
to gel. As a member of the Leadership Council, uh, do you feel it's it's your and the other members' job to keep that feeling, keep that vibe going that, that you had at the end of last season? Oh yeah, a hundred percent, and and I do agree. We definitely uh, melded together a lot, a lot throughout the season. Um, we all kind of came in, and I, I was one of the older guys on the team, um, and it was playing with I think uh, it was like seven starters on the defense that had never played in a college football game before, starting our first game. So it was it was definitely uh, an interesting feeling uh, being around a bunch of. Uh, new new guys and we definitely got a lot closer and uh, our our main goal this year is to keep building on that um, don't don't go backwards obviously keep get where we left off and and just build on it every week. Coaches here always say that it's a player led program. The coaches can only do so much. The success will ultimately lie on the players executing and the players getting the message across the board to the entire team um it, it's a it's a pretty big responsibility yeah no a hundred percent and we we've met a couple times about this and um i couldn't agree more i i, I think the the road to success is going to be you know a player-led team and i i think that if we can kind of come together and like i said build on what we did last year um undefeated season <laughs> before we run away uh you ever have dreams of opposing quarterbacks and and what you're going to do to the footballs they throw in the air uh pick six <laughs> there you, <laughs> you go know what i mean there you go peter thanks so much for being with us good luck this season and we'll see you on the field thank you very much up next we have jonathan fox linebacker jonathan uh, took you a little while to get your career going here at Westcon due to uh, an injury, but you really haven't looked back once once you got on the field. Nope. Oh, I got to tell you, they're they're looking forward to having uh, a very. I, I think the word has been bandied about, not by coaches because they're not going to tell you this, by others. Uh, it might be an elite group of linebackers that have been mm -hmm. assembled for this year's edition of the Wolves. Tell us a little bit about the the guys that you're working with. Well, it's mostly just we've all just been together for three years now, including COVID. Like we had to find ways to be with each other without being able to really practice or play games. And I think that brought us up together a lot more. And we're just we're more trusting of each other. So we're just the experience, the trust and just the focus is pretty much what's going to make us great. You know, some may refer to your position, your linebacking position as more of uh, a rover, uh, a freelance artist. Um, I like the word just artist. You're an, you're an artist. You see the landscape and you help paint the, the picture out there. You're, you're given a little more leeway than the average linebacker. Definitely. It's, I love it, especially since they, like I said, the trust, like once they see that we trust each other, they start to trust us more. So they let us pretty much be athletes. And that's what Coach Jones always says, is let, I'm going to let you guys be athletes. You just have to show me that you can handle it. And doing that, it's just built more trust and been able to do more stuff that I don't think a lot of teams can do in terms of like 
just how much freedom they have, but I think we've earned that and we're going to take advantage of it. Still, you got to all depend on each other. There's those three components. It's secondary linebackers and and the line, and it's it's going to take everybody working cohesively. Boy, did that show over the last few games of last season and carrying it over into uh, into this year. Has anything uh, changed up or have any uh, new ideas been introduced or are you guys just saying let's stick with what works? I mean, it's 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 always been what works. Like last year we lost by so many close games. You know, it's just the, the, that, that last little bit that we have to do to get over the hump. And, I mean, it's – is it the same thing every time? No, but it, like we're just focused on trying to do better than we did the previous game and just kind of just keep growing together. Everyone, the line, the defensive backs, we're just – because we know we can't get over the hump without each other, so it's kind of like all or nothing. We're all in or we're not all in. Before we close this, what's more rewarding, a pick or a crucial stop, or are they just – on equal footing. Always going to be a stop because we don't talk about who makes the play. It's it's not about who makes the tackle. It's who makes the play because somebody can sacrifice themselves and take on who knows how many people and they don't get they don't you don't see them make the tackle, but they're equally as responsible for getting a stop. So it's always going to be getting a stop. Well, and that's why I like Jonathan so much because he's got the team concept down. Pat, Jonathan, thanks so much for being with us. Of course, thanks for having me. We love the coaching staff here with the Wolves. Uh, hey, they do a magnificent job. Zach is with us right now. And I I have to say, um, I was watching some of the kids in a cafeteria. This is perhaps the most well-behaved eating group I've I've seen ever at Westcott. Well, you see, that's usually how we get them to be quiet is get them in the cafeteria. That's the only <laughs> time because I was just up with them with the headshots and it was uh, – a little bit, a little bit different of a story with guys. Obviously, first time back at camp. Obviously, guys haven't seen each other since May, so you know they're obviously getting together and you know dapping each other up, saying how their summer was. So it's the only time we can keep them quiet is in the cafeteria. So, but for you, it's it's really been it's all year round stuff when it comes to what you guys have to do, uh, and obviously. You've done a great—the school's done a great job recruiting. You, you've brought in people, but it's always roll the dice time uh, because bang, bang. You've, you've got limited time to get guys ready. You've got maybe one scrimmage, yep. and then September 4th, bang. Bang, right you're, at it. You're in, and, and what, six road games as opposed, with just four home games. Yep. So— um, I don't. Do you like candles? Do you say a lot of prayers, um, <laughs> so, or or just look at a look at a lot of film and stay on top, of everybody? Right. Yeah. I mean, the whole how our schedule flipped. We were actually blessed. We had six home games last year, four away. Um, but actually, my first year here was 2018, and we were same thing. We had six away games, four home games. Our first five out of six were on the road, and it's something that we kind of just embrace as a team. And we actually started off that year A and O. Um, so it's something that 
you know, I'm excited about. We're going back on the, <laughs> we're going back on the road for you know three straight weeks to start the season. Home for one, then away for another two. So it's something that we just have to embrace as a team and something you know, road warriors, road dogs, whatever we want to call ourselves, road, road wolves, maybe even road now. wolves. Um, whatever it is, it's just something that you have to embrace. And you know, obviously going into you know conference play and going to these places, we have you know a couple Friday night games as well. It's just something that you know our guys here obviously love football or else they wouldn't be here. So it's something you know just got to kind of embrace the grind and you know, full steam ahead, you know, looking for that same start that we had in 2018. I know you had to deal with some injuries early in the season last year. Uh, things got a little bit clearer down the stretch, but you do come in with, uh, I think, maybe the best depth at quarterback I've seen for the Wolves in several years. I mean, throughout the pandemic year, uh, you've got some depth there, Coach Griff. Absolutely, and it's something that we're extremely excited about. Um, you know, kind of, you know, an abundant of riches is what we like to say around the office. We have a ton of guys um, at a ton of different positions. You know, we started a ton of young guys last year as well, so something that we're, you know, we started saying towards those last really three, two weeks of the season last year, like, listen, we, we start winning these games. This is going to start, you know, a winning streak that's going to go on into next season, going to carry hopefully into the season after that. So once again, anytime that you could play younger guys sooner, you know, obviously the season five and five wasn't where we wanted to be, but those guys are going to be so much better off um, with the years to come. And obviously John, you know, being our quarterback last year as a freshman, starting 12, 10 games as a freshman is, you know, kind of unheard of and playing all throughout those 10 games is something that we're extremely excited about. And it showed from even – the fall to the spring, he was a different football player. And I think he was just able to adjust the, to the fast, the quickness of the game. Um, you know, we're extremely excited to see what he's going to do this year. And obviously we have uh, Mac Driver who, you know, came into camp a little bit late um, last year, but, you know, was a huge part of our team. I mean, 21 touchdowns ended up being second in the country last year. Um, so we have, you know, two guys, like you said, at quarterback right now that, you know, are going to do some great things for us in 2022. Yeah, and, and that's not even counting in the other depth that has, right. been, has been assembled here. No, you guys have done a, a, a marvelous job, and we just want to let people know this is – we want everybody to have a good time. We want people to enjoy the games. But as Coach Loth has said in the past, we're here to win games. And so let everybody know out there how committed we are. You guys are committed. I appreciate the job that you're doing, and I'm going to let you go to work. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, Coach Hennessy is here. The offensive line is looking dynamic. I mean, this is preseason, and they're looking sharp and ready to go, Coach Hen. Absolutely. Yeah. Did not skip any meals this summer uh, <laughs> at all. <laughs> when your, your guys are tasked with – such a responsibility. Got to take care of those QBs. Granted, we, you know, we've talked to Coach Griff about the depth at the quarterback position, but still, you don't want to lose a single one of those guys for any moment. They're so right. they're so valuable. So, um, to that task, what what's been going on? Because not that I wasn't impressed by the O line last year, but looking at these guys. Now that I've seen, what's what's the secret, Coach H? Uh, well, you know, we actually had a, we started off a little rough in the spring. We're missing a lot of guys for injuries uh, for spring ball. Only had seven guys. 
Um, so we did a good job recruiting, right, to make sure that we had the numbers and the guys that, you know, were in bad academic standing or that had injuries. We made sure all of them got back, and luckily we got every single kid back in the off season. So you know, we have a good number right now. Um, one thing that I liked, you know, I implemented the first day was, you know, a culture that they created, not really something from me, but I wanted them to create an identity. Um, and they created that and, I, and they had made their own rules for it, something I'm going to hold them accountable to. Um, we call ourselves, I mean, you might have to bleep out the last part, a minor bit, but it's uh, aggressive fat <laughs> and it stands for <laughs> AFB. Um, we have our own logo and everything. So it's like their own credo that they follow. And that's, you know, how I want to hold them accountable. So it was self-made by them. So it's not really much of what I've done. It's, you know, the culture they created. Well, you you still, you've got you to face some pretty tough teams oh, yeah. in the conference who like to bring it on the, uh, on the defensive side and, and smile way too much, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so we need to wipe the smiles off those particular faces. I've, I've posed this question to others, so I, I've, I've got to pose it to you. You'll be traveling a little bit more this year. Oh, yeah. From a coaching standpoint, is it um, is it tougher to get guys ready for games when they're going to have to be doing a little more traveling than in the past? I've never seen you know much issue with it. <clears throat> Uh, you know, luckily for us, I mean, it's only bus rides, it's not, you know, flying somewhere around the country, but, um, our mentality this year is going to be, you know, who's your shovel friend on the offensive line. And what that is, is when we bury somebody in their own home stadium, who's grabbing a shovel and helping us bury them. So that's kind of the mentality we're going to have with all these away games. <laughs> I know we got a lot of cliches here, but we, we enjoy that on the offensive line. <laughs> uh, you know, is if, if you get the job done, you can have right. all the cliches That's you right. want. That's right. You know, in fact, at the end of the season, we'll have a cliche party. <laughs> you know, we hope we do. Uh, before we go, if you look at individuals who have developed not just as players physically, but developed all around to the point where, you know, they're members of a leadership council. Right. They're looked toward as being, you know, guys on the team that you will listen to you have to listen to mm-hmm. um have you seen a, a bigger jump than you expected from the end of last season and now major jump major jump especially you know last year was the defensive line coach so i've kind of seen both sides of the spectrum of our team and and some guys that you know didn't even really notice much last year have, have, have grown tremendously physically and mentally and just their leadership skills and um a couple of them are on the offensive line. So, you know, it's, it's really exciting to see. There's a major shift right now, and you can feel it in the air with this team. There's, there's something special brewing. So um, I don't know what else to really describe it. But, yeah, there's there's definitely a major impact that Coach Loth has implemented in the offseason with our culture and how we're turning things around. Even even today, just the smoothness of, you know, day one of camp. And it's 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 definitely different than last year. And you can, you can see the kids are happier to be here. They're, they're, they're bigger, stronger, faster, and there's more of a family mentality that's going on. So I think that's going to affect how we play on the team, you know, on the field. Well, keep them fed coach. That's right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll look forward to things. Scrimmage coming up uh, soon enough. And the season starts on the fourth. Thanks so much, coach. You got it guys. We'll see you around. Thank Appreciate you it. Of course. Matt is here. We've talked to Matt on the podcast before. Got to chat with them now because we're that much closer to the start of the campaign. If anybody's going to give me the the true barometric reading <laughs> on the on the room and the leadership council and this team, it's going to be you. <laughs> 
Maddie, tell me, tell me what's up with this team that you've seen come into camp. Well, we're all very excited to be back on campus all together, everything. Our leadership council is very excited to start meeting the young guys and getting them kind of situated with the entire, the entire program and everything. And uh, overall, we're just, we're just so ready to be back out on the field and start playing football again. Did you spend a little time in the Bronx this summer? Oh, every weekend. Working was, my second job. Was it as hot there as it was here? Blazing. <laughs> oh, my God. So hot. <laughs> wow. Look, things are, are getting hot in camp right now. Uh, we've been talking to members uh, of this unit, that unit, linebacking core. Um, how is the core overall, in your opinion? I think we're, we have a lot of uh, new guys on the core. Uh, so we have very depth. We have a lot of depth uh, coming in for our linebackers. Overall, I'm very excited for the guys that we have. We have uh, last year, we we're kind of getting our footing in a lot of newer guys to games and everything. So now that we're coming back this season with like a year of experience, I think we're going to be very good. You, we've talked before about this this conference, and there may have been a little bad taste in the mouth last year, but at the end of the season, uh, you wash that right out with a marvelous, marvelous finish. Uh, for new guys coming in, how do you get across to them that you want to keep the ball rolling here? We got to just keep our heads high, eyes forward, and, you know, we got to, like, lock in. And we got to just keep playing for our common goal. Our goal is to win a championship at the end of the day. So for all the new guys, we ought to just be on the same page. Everybody has to, you know, support each other, help each other out, and just keep moving forward. And you take this leadership council very seriously. Yeah. You know, it's um, – I have to ask you this, though. When – if – not going to happen. I'm sure it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But let's say somebody does slack off. Are the members – ready to get that message across the you know is is it a one strike two strike three strike or do you nip it in the bud well we're we're really good at keeping each other accountable so as soon as we see somebody kind of slacking off or not following the culture that we want to kind of instill we will get together talk to them in person and kind of just nip it in the bud right then and there keep moving forward you know the worst thing that you could have is you know confrontation within the team and you know keeping everybody on the same page and being you know having good communication with each other is, is very key that's why he's going to become my favorite law enforcement <laughs> officer ever <laughs> thank you matt forty thanks so much for being with us thank you so much podcast is brought to you by Tactical Construction Services, LLC. It's a local business, veteran-owned and operated, that has been in business since 2005. Over 15 years of experience. They specialize in all your home improvement, exterior needs, and guarantee you a job well done. All the way from roofing and siding to windows, they're your guys. They strive to exceed the homeowner's expectations each and every time to get the job done the way you want it. They work in a timely fashion and always pay attention to detail, proudly serving Danbury and the surrounding areas. They're claim specialists. They provide free estimates. Call them today. The phone number, 203-460-2400. That's 203 460 2400. You can email them 
info at tacticalconstructionsvcs.com. That's info at tacticalconstructionsvcs.com. Or stop by their local offices across from Stoon Leonard's right on Federal Road. Continuing with this Westcon football podcast, uh, the man from Massapequa is here, John Killer. Hey, John Killer, back, ready to cue beat, what, 10 games last year under your belt? And, and rocking and ready to go on uh, a Wolves team that appears even deeper than last year when you finished oh so well. Definitely. I mean, the bond of the team right now is crazy. We have a lot of guys coming back, a lot of young guys, and we uh, we didn't really know each other coming into camp last year. So we met, and like 10 games under my belt and our belt is insane. Like we, our chemistry now, we have a lot of guys coming back that are going to be starting again, and it's, chemistry is 10 times better than last year. Like you could feel it. It's like a family. It really is. I have to say, you're one of the coolest characters I've ever seen run and offense. Now, I'm serious now. You're coming in last year as a young guy. Uh, you know, a lot of people would sit there and shake their head and go, ah, come on, at some point he's got he's to bend or break or do whatever. Cool guy, you know. Plays get called, run that play. Uh, shift up, maybe a two-quarterback setup. Cool guy. Uh, I'm going to guess... This has a little bit to do, and maybe I'm, I'm giving too much credit, but this comes from the Long Island thing. And, you know, he, maybe you took a title here. You want a big playoff game there. <laughs> so you've been there, done that, seen that. You're focused on what you have to get done here at Westcott. Yeah, I mean, Football feels like my home. I feel I like I just like to have fun. I go out there and it's like it's very serious, obviously, but like I'm one of those people that I try not to think of things like the big picture is like go out there and have fun with your friends, honestly. Like have your game plan ready to go, you know, prepare, film hours and hours of practice a week and stuff like that. But it's just like it comes to you. If you're having fun out there, it's like it's something you want to do. You wanna be out there. It's like you don't, like, I don't have to go out on the field. Like, I, I get to go out on the field every week and play. And, like, that's how I keep it cool. It's like I have, like, this, like, gift that I can go out on the field every week and play. And, like, coming as a freshman, I, was, I wasn't expecting, you know, instant, like, just get, like, thrown into the fires. Like, I was, I was eased in, you know. And, like, just as a football player, you, you get used to a new offense and a new playbook and – you instantly fall in love with it because of how much time you spend and you fall in love with your coaches because of how much time you spend with them. So it's like everything comes natural. And when you're on the field, even like when you see a defense, like I watched this defense play a million times. Like why our scout team does a hell of a job every single week. It's like, I'm just going out there and having fun at this point. We call the plays. I know the play like the back of my hand. So I just go out and like make something happen. I love it. You don't literally have the plan in the back of your <laughs> hand though, do you? Sometimes, you know, I got the pen out there, yeah. I write it down. <laughs> All right, before we go, one last quick thing. What do you feel from last year and through the offseason? What do you think the one thing is that you believe you're going to be able to improve upon for your game? Well, I mean, for everyone, it's a bounce back year. Five and five is unacceptable. Even as, as young as a team, there's no excuses anymore. It's like we are, we are going to bounce back. Five and five is completely unacceptable, but... For me personally, I think the experience level and the and the amount of training and stuff, you know, it, it does it does help. 
you know, getting to see the speed. It's, it's a lot different from high school, obviously. Everyone knows that. But it's like the amount of games played, the amount of things I've learned from Coach Loth, Coach Griff. It's like you learn all these things. And it just as, as a football player, your IQ has to keep growing as you as you every game you need to you need to grow a little bit more and that's how i feel it's like even this off season it's like i grew as a player because i got to watch my old self play so i'd go watch my old self play i'm like how can i change into this new and improved sophomore coming in a whole nother year i want to be i want to be a completely better player and a better teammate and a better leader all around seriously and stay cool at all times stay cool at all times john giller thanks so much for being with us thank you Nosa Uzumir joins us here on the Westcon Football Podcast and another Long Island guy. We like that. You know, we like seeing the Long Island guys come up here to Connecticut. You know, it's not just for visiting Connecticut, right? You can you could do four years here. Yeah, yeah. This is a nice place. Nice place for sure. My, my brother and sister went here too. Not here, but and they went to school in Connecticut. So, so there yeah. you go. We're we're happy. Hey, look, and we're happy to have you because you contribute on what I think is going to be a unit fans are going to enjoy sure. this this linebacking unit seems ready Matt's all pumped yeah. I, can, I can tell you <laughs> I can tell you that yeah. and you know you are such a solid contributor how, how do you feel the unit has has come along you seem to be pretty darn good communicators yeah. last year yeah i feel like last year was just a uh, beginning of in terms of reaching our potential uh this year everybody's pretty much back uh, we're much closer, like off the field, so that's going to contribute to success on the field. So I like our chances a lot. Like everybody knows what they have to do. We have the experience under our belt. I like our chances a lot on defense. Sometimes you fly under the radar, though, Nosa, and I, I think people look at some stats and numbers at the end of the game and say, "Really, really?" <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the, you're like a stealth bomber out yeah, there yeah. And, and so people don't necessarily uh take no not flashy yeah. you just you get the job done and at the at the end of the game uh trust me people remember your name yeah, for sure. you know for it's sure. it's during the game they say who was that yeah. guy do you do you kind of like that though being uh being that type of player i, I feel like i feel like being under the radar is good because honestly other teams don't, you know, necessarily like, you know, single me out or spotlight me, which is fine. But my teammates know how good I am, and then I contribute. And then at the end of the day, uh, I think that some of the numbers speak for themselves. But I like flying under the radar. It's, it's cool. You get to shock people like that. You get to wake some people up. Yeah. Off season regimen. How did it? Did it change at all for you? Off season. Uh, I went harder this off season. Honestly, just like, you know, part of it that being underrated. You know, like I feel like I didn't. I mean, I liked it, but at the end of the day, it was just like, all right, I'm underrated, but I'm going to work harder so uh, I could achieve some personal goals, you know, because I know personally I could have had a better year last year, so I just want to uh, up that this year. So yeah. if you if you look at your unit and the rest of, of that D, do you feel they're going to be able to take, well, a decent leap or – Big leap from last season. Uh, I mean, from where we were last season, uh, just putting in like a lot of new players and stuff like that. I think we could take a a big leap, like 
a great leap. I mean, everybody has to buy in. We have to uh, get the chemistry going. Uh, obviously, camp is going to be big for us, but I think uh, by the first week, you know, we should be a great, great unit you know, on defense. We should be really good. Well, you look in great shape, and we appreciate you stopping by to to chat with us. Uh, I know you relish and enjoy your role with the with the leadership council, but even more so, you enjoy your role on that Westcon defense. Yes, Thanks sir. so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Julian Ferguson is here, looking fitter than ever, <laughs> tauter than ever, and ready to be a part of a solid wide receiving core. Here at Westcon, Connecticut native, spent time at Enfield, spent time at, at Cap Prep. Um, I, how you feeling so far? I mean, I could see the offseason regimen has made a difference. Not that you didn't look sharp and ready last year, but, you know, it's, it's even new and improved. How do, you, how do you improve upon good stuff? Um, just been working with my trainers, um, trying to stay consistent, just – doing everyday things, gym, going to the field, staying consistent on my everyday things. Um, I'm feeling better than ever. Um, some injuries hindered me along the way, but I'm ready and 100% for the season. Now, what about the the core? Uh, everybody gets their reps. We saw last year, uh, and because of the physicality of the game, it's good to have that kind of, of depth. But uh, still, there's people to be leaned on, and you had, some, you had some very big catches last year for this unit. So how you, how you feeling about the guys that that you're working with, and the communication with with the quarterbacks who are deeper than ever now? Um, I'm definitely having good feelings, great feelings towards the season. Depth is looking great. Uh, a lot of new guys coming in, a lot of new talent that I'm happy to see. Um, and just with all the returning players, we all bought in over the summer, been keeping in touch, just making sure that we're all on the same page, ready to hit the ground running. Um, I have more hope than ever in our quarterback, John Giller, Mac Driver. I know that they're going to get it done for us this year. They're going to be big parts of our offense. And along with our running backs, um, Chad Blasky, we have a new um, incoming running back, Nick Troy. Heard a lot about him. Pretty good. And we just have a lot of more running backs down the line that can – be used as a wide back per se. And well, the more depth us. you have on the offensive side, the more people can't uh, single you out, Definitely. so to speak. Mm-hmm. So you want to have as many weapons as you can. Uh, what are you going to be satisfied with? Or is there not being satisfied unless you win a championship? Um, um, I feel like I'll never be satisfied. Like, I always be happy with the accomplishments, but there's always more to come. And a championship is the goal this year. I know last year we went 5-5, five and five, but there's definitely going to be um, linear progression this year that we're going to have, and it's only up from there. Yeah. This conference, looking forward to maybe settling a couple of scores with some teams who didn't treat you guys too nice? Um yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely coming back for revenge. The teams that we <laughs> lost to, um, definitely got some uh, great players, great athletes and everything, but what we have on our side can't be matched. And what we have building um, as a family and buying into the program and our coaches, um, can't really beat that in the end. So all the teams that did us wrong last year, we're coming back and getting them. Well, I know you're enjoying your time with the Leadership Council as well, and we appreciate you stopping by here. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. 
DJ Barry is with us, offensive lineman. And, you know, when offensive linemen smile, people should worry because <laughs> it means there's something up their sleeve. I know you're not wearing sleeves today, but I know you're you're ready for action. Look, you were ready last year. You didn't miss a starting assignment last year. You started every game, right? Yes. So tell us a little bit about how you think things uh, might work out this year. We know Coach Hen likes to likes to have his guys be a little more responsible for themselves uh, out there. So how are you guys taking this all together? I'm actually really excited because we um, last year we started a lot of uh, freshmen. So including myself, we have that experience this year. We have some games under our belt. Also, we have... You know, a new coaching, a new coaching switch. So I'm excited to see what he does. The footwork's getting better. I'm just really excited to hit the ground running. Well, uh, you were a guy who um, other teams noticed last year. And uh, to say that some people wanted to stay away from you on opposing teams, I, I don't think is is an understatement. Now you're looking for a little more balance across the way. Uh, people know you. You're no longer the silent assassin, okay? They know you. But so you got to have that balance across the line. How do you guys work with each other to make sure you're going to be game ready? So obviously practice, you know, the film sessions, the call-outs, making sure that we know not only what we're supposed to do, but we know the responsibilities of the other old linemen on the left and the right of us, you know, call outs in pregame. But it's also like the bond. It's a really big bond. We have a very tight knit group. Uh, we call ourselves the AFB. You know, we're, we're a real tight group and uh, it translates on the field 100% because I know that my boys have my back. So I know that I should have theirs. So it translates because if you're going to go for a block, but you know your boy has it, you go to that next level. That makes the block for the uh, takeaway. Now, do you take it personally if uh, quarterback gets squished or that hole didn't open up exactly right for for a running back or driver or whatever? We have a responsibility for obviously the quarterback and obviously the line of scrimmage. That is our it's not the D-line's domain, it's the O-line's domain. We are supposed to reestablish that line of scrimmage, three yards, where the defense is supposed to be, and we're supposed to make open, or we're supposed to open up those holes. So, yes, but also at the same time, uh, they're going to throw stuff at us. The defense's job is to, you know, stop the play. So sometimes they're going to win, but I would say yes, but, you know, stuff is going to happen. As long as the percentages are in your favor. 100%, yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while. Have you enjoyed your time here in Wisconsin so far? I've loved my time here, yes. Great great school, great group of guys, amazing coaching staff. You know, they get every, if you need something, you know, you don't, you're not scared to reach out. You know, it's a really good, it's like a family, a big family. Well, you're doing a great job with the Leadership Council. We know that. And certainly as being a, a venerable member of the offensive line here. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Matt Driver is with us. 21 TDs last year. I, 
I like to call you Mac the Knife because you're the Swiss Army <laughs> Knife of this team. It, you know, name a position. He could probably sell popcorn in the stands <laughs> at, the, at the same time, too. Mac, you had an incredible season last year for this team and, and some outstanding um, record-setting performances. But uh, Jeepers, I, I, I know you, being a Long Island guy, mm-hmm. couldn't have been happy with 5-5. Five and five. Nobody out there in the leadership council seems happy with 5-5. Five and five. Not at all. So, so there are plans brewing, aren't there, Mac? Yeah, for sure. 5-5 um, five and five last year wasn't really a good year for us. Like we, like, we went even. So, like, we feel like this year we have to come out and have a better year. And, like, we're not satisfied with 5-5. Five and five. You... Um, or a gentleman, I'm, you know, I'm not kidding, folks. When uh, when I tell you he can line up at at multiple slots, it, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Do you have a a preference?" I, I'm just going to say, "Do you enjoy being able to contribute in different situations at different times for this team?" Really, can throw the opposition off. Yeah, yeah, I feel like um, me being, like, a great athlete at, like, my size, I feel like it's perfect for me to be able to play, like, different things to help this team and contribute to the team because, like, I feel like I can help us be very successful doing that. Like, my main position coming out of high school was going to be quarterback, but, like, I realized that, like, I could be, I could do so many things. So, like, when I came here, Coach Loff, like, we agreed on me being as, like, an athlete type, not as such a quarterback. So, like, that worked out, and it worked out best for me. Like you said, I had 21 touchdowns, so I had to put that trust in Coach Loff, and it went good. Did you tweak anything or do anything in the in the off season in terms of your you know your training? Um, honestly, like during the spring camp, I ended up getting back to two forty five, but now I'm at two twenty, so I'm back in the best shape of my life. Last season, I was at two thirty five, so I'm feeling great right now. I'm at two twenty. I'm moving faster, moving better. I feel like I'm throwing good, catching, like doing everything better. So I feel like this year is going to be a good year for me. Well, we want to wish you the best. We can't wait to, to see you guys out there and uh, and getting right after this conference. I know you got a couple of non-conference games before things kick in, but uh, we want to wish you the best of luck till we get to see you at home later in September. But enjoy enjoy your traveling and bring home some W's. Thank you, of course. We're definitely going to bring home some W's this year. Thank you. Chad Blasky is with us right now. Uh, folks who got the opportunity to see him play uh, last year know that he is a guy to keep an eye on. Chad, um, yeah, to say you treated your time on the field as serious business, I think, is a is an understatement. Always looked absolutely ready for anything <laughs> on that on that field. And and physically you even look more imposing going into this season. Oh yeah. Think so? I I <laughs> I, I think so. Um tell us a little bit about the offseason for you because coach wants to get everybody ready, mm-hmm. everybody on the same page. Still, it's it's not an easy thing to do. So mm-hmm. the off season for you, how did you to manage to get ready to be at this point for for camp and then the scrimmage. Yeah, this all season was a little different actually because I didn't play in the spring. I actually messed up my back, had a bulging disc from I guess last season, so uh, I had to work on that. 
do a little rehab, nothing crazy. It wasn't a herniation, so, but, uh, so I couldn't play in spring. So now for the fall, basically, I'm just, you know, doing what I have to do. I wasn't squatting as much. I couldn't like put the heavy barbell on my back. I had to change my workout routine a little bit, but I've been running, lifting, obviously, um, you know, doing all the agility stuff that I could do. And I just had to basically change my routine because I'm used to the heavy squats, you know, the deadlifts, this to that. So I had to just basically change my mentality and just switch up the routine a little bit. How do you feel about working behind a more experienced offensive line? Very good because from high school, you know, I never had a good line, honestly. <laughs> I, I never had a line. Like my line was very small. I was the biggest person on my team in the like on in senior year. And my linemen were, you know, they were young, but it is what it is. So I'm excited. You know, I never really had a line. Last year, it was the first little glimpse of me playing with a line. You know, I really barely played as a freshman, like a little bit. Not really enough. You know, I want to be out there way more. I didn't think I played enough last year. Honestly, I didn't even start the first game. No, you made an impression. No, nah, yeah, I mean, I would hope. <laughs> that's, that's the game plan, you know. <laughs> well, look, you, you've got yeah, a quarterback situation that I think is is solid. Certainly with Giller yeah. and having Mac as another option. Yeah, it's like a bonus. Um, whoa. Uh, a fine receiving core. I I think there's there's the makings of um, of a much more dynamic Wolves offense here. For sure. I think so, too, honestly, because we got a lot of talent on this team. We just got to put it together. You know, we just got to make it all work together. It's not always about the most talented team. It's about the team with the most, you know, camaraderie and just, you know, being together. Everybody likes to say being on the same page. Exactly. Yeah. Well, look, we look forward to seeing you. And certainly we hope everything's going to wake out. Whatever the new regimen is, Chad, you look fantastic. <laughs> Thank kid. you. I appreciate it. You know, so. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so go out, kick some butt. I will. Stay healthy. And Thank we'll you. see you back on uh, on campus for our listeners uh, the Wolves will be having a scrimmage at the end of the month, but after that, it's travel time till homecoming on the 24th. So um, I know you're going to be road warriors, road wolves, someone mentioned earlier, <laughs> but uh, we look forward to seeing you play this year. Cool. Appreciate it a lot. Thank you for this. Coach C is back. It's true. He played here. He coaches here. This is great. I know you took a little break from the WestCon culture. Uh, but you are you're a wolf through and through now, my friend. As you're you're a big part of what's uh, what's happening here. Talk about your unit a little bit. Yes, sir. Yes. So uh, I'm coaching the defensive line uh, this year. Uh, I'm very excited. You know, we're big up front. We're mean up front. And honestly, we're coming to a quarterback near you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of good things cooking over here. Um, you know, I know you've, you've talked to a couple of the guys already. Uh, some of the returning guys and. We're very excited about what they bring. You know, last year after the whole COVID, uh, they had a year off and they came back. Everyone was kind of new to the college football game. But, you know, now that everyone's coming back, they're now veterans. And uh, we're excited to, to, to get after it. And, you know, today marks that first day. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. And this is uh, – it's a pretty impressive unit. It, nothing, nothing can benefit you more – than experience. I know that. Yeah. But if it's experience and a kid has tremendous potential and upside, mm -hmm. well, that's even that's even better. Absolutely. Veteran wilds are great, but 
uh, in this conference, there's going to have to be a little bit more in the mix. Yeah. And, and even yeah. the intangibles, camaraderie, these, Absolutely. Be, these guys seem to just be so together. Yeah. Absolutely. Even, you know, when we first came in and we were upstairs, uh, everyone's dapping each other up, giving each other hugs, you know, and it was almost like, you know, all, all the boys are back. And it was a cool feeling, you know, because even when I played here a few years ago, it was that same kind of vibe I got. And, uh, you know, it, I hate to say you're reliving the old college days, but I'm fortunate to have a second chance to be back here. And to see stuff like that is just warms me inside. And I know all the guys that I play with and, and the guys before even that, you know, would, would love to be in this position. So I'm definitely excited to be here, excited to see that and, and everything. So, well, for all the warm fuzzies yeah. uh, aside, you really like coaching defense. Oh, absolutely. There's nothing better than hunting dudes down. I mean, come on now. <laughs> come on now. No, no. And, you, and, and, and to that end, you did it with a, a premier prep school program. Yes, sir. So uh, left Westcon after being a player and graduating. Yes. Yep. Uh, run a D at a, a premier uh, prep school. And now, yes, and now you come back. Um, you know, so one gets the feeling – you like this stuff. This is what you want to do. Oh, absolutely. It is in my veins, man. <laughs> as soon as we see those red jerseys and the offensive line step up, and uh, the, the the blood starts pumping and you want to see see some skulls start uh, cracking. So I don't know if you, you can use that. <laughs> <laughs> well, some may say, before we run away, some may yep. say the biggest key is uh, is staying healthy. Absolutely. Um, you know, for this team. But they, I, I have to say, I, this is the most impressed I've been uh, in seeing guys in mm. tremendous shape, absolutely, uh, people who stuck to the work regimens yeah. in the in the off season, I think that's always a good sign that they're, you know, barring unforeseen circumstances, that this will be a a happier, healthier, uh, maybe even hungrier. Oh yeah, Wolves team, absolutely. You know, and the Wolves are on the hunt. I guess we can be cliche with that, and <laughs> you know, a big part of that is what they did in uh during the spring and and that off this summer off season and a lot of guys came back looking the part so once we get to testing then we'll really see you know uh if it's if it's real or not and i'm i would i'm not a betting man but if i was i would say it is real so definitely uh looking forward to that well we look forward to seeing your unit in action and appreciate your time here glad to have you back yeah happy to be back george darty joins us defensive back and uh Dare we say another Long Island guy? <laughs> yes, yes. We, we got a, a few Sachem guys, but not necessarily <clears throat> from the same high school there. So, but they put those differences aside because now, <laughs> now you're all wolves. Yep. It's it's like the war comes to a close. It's a whole different battle now against the the conference. George, how do you see this uh, this secondary? Um, I think we're we're pretty good right now, considering who came back from last year. We got a lot of veterans. Uh, even the the whole defense as a whole is is definitely going to be shaping up to be pretty good for us this season. I think. George, how, do you, how was the the off season for you in terms of uh, of getting in shape? Because you're a guy you could fluctuate anywhere between 175, 195 in that in that range. I have the feeling you like to be a little bit, little bit down closer to that 180, 185 mm-hmm. uh, for the 
for the speed factor, but I don't know. You tell me. Uh, it's more so keeping just staying healthy and, and keeping up with uh, agility and speed, not more so bulking up unless I was going for a position change, but I'm not. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just con continuously running and staying in shape, basically. That's what the offseason considers for me. You, when, when you have to follow the, the regimen of what to do on certain plays, I'm wondering how uh, freelancing is, is something you earn the right to do, right? As mm -hmm. a, it, you have to, you have to show that you're the guy who can run the plays before you can say, I've got an idea here. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. With, uh, keeping it, keeping it held down there in the, in the secondary before a play and, and not jumping the gun on something which can cause a problem in the secondary and, and unfortunately possibly lose a game maybe. So you got to stay disciplined. That's for sure. Well, and I'm sure that's something you learned as well on the, on the high school level, because, uh, you know, all the guys who have come in from, from Long Island schools, uh, some way, somehow, they participated in postseason play. Mm -hmm. And some way, somehow, there's a few of you guys who yeah, took a championship, yeah. you know, here or or there. So you've had your, your, your taste of that. And now here, uh, there's a big opportunity opening up. Everybody saw it the way the end, the season ended last year. Mm -hmm. So... How do you how do you keep people hungry to to make sure that those W's come? It's definitely a bounce back year, considering the the amount of close games we had, home and away, which which made our record not look as good. But we definitely played way better than our record, I think. And for us to come back with a lot of returning players, it's uh it's definitely great to see and something that we can take moving forward for the season as a whole with experience. What's your number one piece of advice to newcomers who enter the program? To, um, I'd say to stick with it and don't go off the path and don't do your own thing. I've been here since 2019 and I've done everything I needed to do to get to the point where I'm at along with my teammates. And I feel like if you stick with the program and trust it, it, it succeeds As for, for you personally and for the team. One of the best defensive backs, uh, not just of this time, but I think of any time mm -hmm. uh, here at uh, at Westcon. The Wolves are lucky to have you, George, and yeah. we appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, it's it's Master Drew, the DB coach. How are you, babe? I'm doing good. How are you today? Ah, look, you the coaching staff. I have to say, as we got ready for this podcast. I was getting a little worried, Coach. Coaching staff with smiles on their faces. Hey, we got a lot of stuff done in the offseason, so a little less stress for us. That's why we're coming in smiling this year. <laughs> How do you feel about your your crew this year? So I feel like on the secondaries end, you know, we have a great group coming in right now. Uh, we got some really good senior leadership uh, that has a lot of playing experience, which is, you know, incomparable to anything else especially at this level. And then we have a lot of, you know, really new guys coming in that have a lot of talent that could really help push those older guys and, uh, you know, challenge them either for some spots or make them better. The conference last year, um, the, the, you know, down that stretch run, 
you guys and your unit really seem to click together, you know. And now we, we've asked several people, how do you keep that momentum going? Hard work is part of it, I know, but that influx of of talent is is so key, and you have such a short time to get it ready. How do you do it, Coach? So, I mean, we're keeping that energy going. In all honesty, we weren't too happy with how last season ended, even though, you know, we did end on some high notes playing a little bit better. But with that 5-5 five and five record, it was not up to Westcon standards. So we're looking for much, much better, and that's really where that – um, that drive kind of came from in the offseason, just staying hungry and knowing like, hey, we weren't satisfied with 500 last year and we want to be, you know, a team that's competing for that championship every single year. Final quick question here for you. For you, um, I mentioned smiles on faces, so you seem to be uh, a guy who has uh, acclimated yourself and in enjoying your time here with the Wolves as, as part of the uh, – as part of the coaching staff, I'd like to get just a piece of advice to people who, to kids or players who are out there listening who might be interested in getting into coaching. Uh, you've obviously drawn something positive from this and w- want to keep it cooking. What would be your best piece of advice to a youngster who's looking into possibly being a coach down the road? So, I mean, if you're looking into being a coach, you know, the best thing to do is to start with younger kids, you know, helping the younger kids, especially at the Pop Warner level. Um, it's a great as a teacher being able to learn how to teach kids because obviously it's a little harder to teach them than, you know, experienced college kids. Um, and then from there, you know, trying to get into the high school, wherever, you know, maybe you went to school or if you know a, a coach there and getting into that level. And then, you know, it's kind of just rising through the ranks and, uh, you know, learning as much about the game as you can. And you, you you might have to have a nice suitcase because you might have to do a little traveling once you hit the college level. You might have to do a little traveling at that level. So uh, it's definitely important to have one of those. Coach, best to you and your crew and everybody associated with the Wolves. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Folks, today's podcast sponsored by Vision Designs. Vision Designs, a full-service screen printing, embroidery, signage, and promotional company offering their services to the tri-state and New England regions. Since 2003, they've had the reputation as an industry leader in all their fields of operations. Vision Designs, proud sponsor of Westcon Football and the entire program, my friends. You can contact them through their website, visiondesignsct.com visiondesignsct.com or you can call their main number 203-778-9898 Ethan Soriano is with us a tall wide receiver oh I know Westcott over the years has been noted, Ethan, for having a few guys who could climb the staircase, so to speak, um, when their their quarterback has to go a little bit high to get over the D. Uh, you're one of those. You're one of those dudes, and uh, you seem to relish that. I am. I am indeed. I am. I'm keeping <laughs> keeping that uh, that spirit alive. <laughs> no, proud of it. Tell us a little bit about uh, about your background because you're you're a guy who might have gone a different avenue than playing college football. So I actually didn't know I was going to go to college until senior year. And then 
I had a great season uh, in 12th grade. I, uh, I took it serious and I got my grades up. And then I went to a community college. I was still rethinking everything. And then still training, still working out. I still had my eye on West Con. And then I just rethought everything and I followed through with it. And here I am going into my second season. Yeah, and we're glad for it. You, uh, this offense and this receiving core, there's like a mix and matches. There's guys you can plug into almost yep. any kind of situation that you need. Yep, exactly. And we're very versatile with our receivers, whether it's slot, outside, tight ends, with the height, speed, size. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And now the other thing is, uh, how do you keep each other accountable because you know there's the offensive line defensive line running back receiving core is a tight-knit group too it, it is tough it is tough um one thing with the leadership council that we have as of last year that's definitely keeping everyone in line and being a leader and bring the team together more but as even smaller with just receivers with our meetings our film uh group chats and you know going out to eat with everyone and just being like a close family helps a lot too. It's just all accountability at the end of the day. What will be satisfying for you this season? Winning all conference and a ring. Boom. I like that. Hey, Ethan, we want to wish you the absolute best. We want to wish the crew the best, but the whole team. Uh, certainly your efforts are appreciated. And have a great camp, kiddo. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Mike Manich with us, another member of the receiving core here, and a, a, another one of the sky-high guys at, at 6'3". And he says, maybe I'm 210. I don't think so. I, I still think he looks 205. Uh, that's just me. But, a little muscle. Uh, a, little muscle. <laughs> a, little, a little muscle. How was your offseason, Mike? Good, good. You know, I went through uh, an injury in the spring. I hurt my ankle. You know, didn't didn't participate at all. So I really had to grind in the offseason and get back, get back to uh, doing my old ways, and now uh, now we're good. Well, you, uh, you're a veteran guy. You're yeah. a, a glue guy. You're a guy that um, other players look up to. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I'm sure there are tough moments then where, you know, you got to feel like something's burning in your back. What are you looking at me? But yeah. I, you also enjoy, I think, that type of leadership yeah, role. Yeah, I do because, you know, I remember when I was a freshman, you know, I had all these great wide receivers like Will Daniels, Devin Smith, Nick Kimball, you know, and I was doing the same thing to them, looking up to them. So I always try to, like, model after what they did after me. Like, I, I do what they did to me. So, and to help out, like, the younger guys and everything. But I, I, I like doing it. I like doing it. You know, everyone's following me and everything. So you got to step in the role and embrace it. Well, it, there's been a pretty solid tradition uh, of wide receivers, not just good wide receivers, really good. Yeah. And in some cases, excellent wide receivers. So that's, uh, you know, that's that's a big mantle to try and reach reach yeah. up to. But you and the other guys have shown great ability. Uh, I can't think of anybody who's taken a step back since they've yeah. come here at, at West Con. You guys have all been 
moving forward. So I'm going to assume you're ready to put it all together yes. this campaign. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We, we call ourselves uh, the wide receiver you, wide out, wide out you. So we got to keep that tradition. That's been going on. It's before I even got here. So just got to keep on going on and uh, keep on staying the wide out you. Stay as a pack. We got the pack together. <laughs> well, you as long as you're going to mention nicknames, is it true or false? You can correct me if I'm wrong. True or false that... Other players refer to you as Unc. <laughs> uncle, yep, the uncle of the uh, the wider series. That's what they say. That's what they say. But they don't they don't hit you up for like money and no 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 and no, stuff no, like no, that. No, no, nothing like that. They, they, that's like an older term. I'm the old guy. They're like, hey, here's Unc, here's Uncle. Okay, so yeah, that's, right. that's just, where that comes from. We just want to make sure you're not a you know no, an easy no. <laughs> an easy target for these guys. <laughs> Un- Uncle is fine, but you know, yeah. only so far. Hey, look, we want to wish you the best of luck. Glad that everything has worked out physically for you, yeah. so that camp and things will go a little more a uh, little more smoothly. Uh, we can't wait for that yeah. first scrimmage, kiddo. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I can't wait either. I'm just trying to get back on the field. Quarterback Nicholas Gambino is with us right here. All right, we'll get it out of the way. Another Long Island guy, right? No Nick? Long Island guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had a you had a pretty good time and a pretty decent career in Long Island before coming here. Yeah, I did. You know, so how'd you end up at WestCon? Uh, well, my senior year, once uh, recruiting happened. I came up for a visit here, and honestly, like I love, I love the campus. And once meeting the coaches was really like the big thing. Like I met Coach Loth, I met Coach Griff, and like right away I knew. Obviously, they knew what they were doing, like X's and O's wise. But also, like you can just tell, like they kind of cared about their guys. Like I got up there, and they were able to have a conversation with like every single recruit that was there, which like to me was like clearly they're like here and they care about the athletes. So that was like a big, big thing for me. Well, we're glad you've arrived. It's a great depth position in fact i mean we can point to all the various units and see how much deeper they've gotten within a within a year but uh you know the qb slot it's so important to have that depth and to have people who can bring different things to the table yeah and you're one of those guys so tell us a little bit about your feel for this offense Great crew of wide receivers. Certainly have some guys who can who can run the ball, um, and an offensive line that um, has shown that their their eating habits have paid off. Yeah, know? definitely. The eating <laughs> habits are are making a. a you just see it when you look at them that they they've been eating. Yeah, and I live with one of them, so I know they've been eating. Yes. But but in shape, we should point out. Yeah, in yeah shape. definitely. Great football uh, shape. Great oh, football shape. Yeah, great, great football shape. Yeah. So for you, what are your hopes for the team this year? Uh, I mean, obviously the hope going into the season is always uh, first step is just to win the conference. And honestly, I feel really good about this year. I think we have a good group of guys. Uh, we were very young last year. That was like the big thing. And we kind of just – guys were kind of just thrown into it. But it helped everyone learn, I think, because – yeah, we were five and five, but we had a lot of games that were close, came down to like the last two minutes of the game. So that experience, even though obviously last year those games didn't go the way we wanted them to, I think that's going to help us, help the younger guys kind of come along. And uh, we definitely have a dynamic offense. A lot of guys coming back. Our receiver room is great. Our running backs are great. Our O-line is looking really good. So I'm very excited. Last thing, just for the person who might be listening and wondering, because if folks have brought up films, yes, 
films are used at <laughs> Division Three. Films are used in high school. Yeah. Films are used at just about every level of football now. How useful do you find uh, film video work for you? Oh, it's probably the most important thing that you can see because it's one thing to just like go through installs and have the coaches like explain things to you. But then when you're not even just in games, and you're able to go to practice and you you go through the install in the practice field. And then two hours later, you go home, you shower and then you pull a puddle and you're looking at everything you did. It's so much easier to kind of like go through your reads, go through your steps, make sure you're doing all the right things so you're on the field like. You're worried, more worried about like making the right play. Like I'm not, I might not always be thinking like, oh, did I make the right, to have right footwork here? Where are my eyes here? But now I can go back and I can look at everything, and it helps you learn a lot. Uh, I find personally that like once I'm on the field doing things, it helps me learn things, and then being able to go back and watch everything is the best because you can kind of have like the full experience and get to see yourself, see what you're doing wrong, see what you're doing right. Nick Gambino, good student of the game, and we appreciate you being here, babe. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Patrick Adams, offensive line legend, is with us here on the Wisconsin Football Podcast. And, oh, guess what? Long Island native. Yes, I am. Oh, my gosh. We have the Leadership Council is chock full of Long Islanders. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's fun having a lot of people from home. Oh yeah. Well, it's I mean it's a good mix and match on the leadership council. And, and you know, Pat's been one of the best. No question of it. Um you last year were were a standout starter on this team. And uh, certainly you're on the leadership council for a big reason, not just for your efforts on the field, but what you bring as a total package player. Going into this season, what's the message, Pat Adams? Messages, my season got cut short last year by injury, so I'm coming back this year. Bigger, faster, stronger, ready to make uh, a name for myself in the conference. Well, I, I don't think that's going to be too hard to do, baby, because you're, you're one of the more intense and focused individuals. You've enjoyed your time here at Westcon, right? Yes. You know, and what do you, so what do you say to the kids who have been coming in? Because besides the veterans who are coming back, uh, it's, it's a really nice influx of youngsters. But again, nobody becomes a veteran until they've at least got a couple of games under their belt. Yeah. You know, so what do you tell these guys during camp and as you get ready for a scrimmage? If you come in, Sit down with your coaches if you need to. Sit down with veterans, me, myself, DJ. Um, get in the playbook, and if you work your <laughs> off, you, you show out on the field. The field shows everything. Weight room, big thing too. Be accountable. Be able to learn. Yeah, and, and so it, it basically zip your lips and just get to work. Put your head down and just... Go do it. Yeah. And the time to talk is when you're going to ask questions of your your teammates. Um, how how do you get better? Did you did you lean on anybody as a as a younger player? Yeah. So my freshman year uh, was the COVID year, uh, 2020. I came in and I was lucky enough to be put in between two juniors at the time, uh, Anthony Gallo and Michael Douglas, and that was a big help for me getting to know the playbook, what to do. Well, I know that if I was confused one play, I could lean to my left or right and ask him, what am I doing? 
<laughs> well, uh, you, you're a great student of the game, too. Coaches have remarked uh, about how quick you are to learn, how quick you pick up things, and uh, how quick you make adjustments. And that really sometimes is so key. We, we know people tend to think of offensive line. It's just repetition, repetition. Yeah. But if you're on that line and you notice something's going on, you've got to make that adjustment because you don't want to get buried or get beaten or lose a second here or there, right? Yeah. The game of football is already fast enough, especially at the offensive line position. You're going head-to-head once that ball snaps. When you're a wide receiver, you got a little time to maybe make an adjustment. You have to get in your three-point stance, look across from you, and you just have to know exactly like that what's happening. Your family uh, happy about uh, about what you've been doing here at school and doing on the field? Definitely. When I took the year off of college completely and then I came back during COVID, it put a big smile on my dad's face for me, for my parents, for me to come back, play college, football, and just get my degree. Well, we're happy to have you, and we want to wish you the absolute best. This, uh, this offensive line is looking awfully good, kiddo. We were very young last year in some positions. Between five freshmen slash redshirt freshmen got playing time last year, and it's just to build off that. We have upperclassmen who took big strides during spring ball. Travis O'Neill took huge strides uh, coming back from a meniscus tear. People like uh, Big Z, Zach Jones. He's a dog. He's a dog. Well, I, I think the quarterbacks, even more than the fans, the quarterbacks are going to appreciate you guys. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, Pat, best of luck. We, we look forward to the upcoming scrimmage and then the, uh, the regular season as well. Thank you. Another member of the Westcon linebacking corps joins us here, and uh, Ambrose Richards may not be the tallest guy, may not be the heaviest guy, but he's one of the finest overall packages of a linebacker you're going to find anywhere. Boy, have you really progressed and impressed. Uh, you, you've been working at this hard, buddy. Yeah, it's been – I was told in high school I was going to be a linebacker, so it's been like one of those every year just trying to get a little bit better at what I do. Well, does uh, does this come from the, from the Jersey background? We've heard from all these Long Island guys, you know. So does – does a little bit of Jersey uh, come in there from the from the days in the Garden State? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I had I had a crazy history, kind of um, high school upbringing, and a crazy coach. So <laughs> it was definitely definitely ingrained in my head what I was supposed to be doing from day one. <laughs> oh, well, we we are certainly glad to have you here. What about that unit? How do you feel about uh, the guys that you've you've seen so far? The returning players and. I know you'll and the others will be mentoring some of the younger guys coming in too. How do you feel about the unit? Oh, I'm excited, especially our linebacker group. I mean, you got guys like Nosa, Forty, Jaden, Corey, just a whole bunch of young guys with a lot of potential in their mind. Like, not only are they athletic, but they they got a good football IQ. So, it's, sky's the limit with a lot of us. We've asked this of one or two guys. What do you, uh, uh, you know, what would your ultimate play preference be? Would it be a pick? Or the stop, blowing, blowing somebody up for the big stop? 
Oh, give me a stop. I, the fancy stuff, like I'll, I'll take an interception. It'll be nice on a stat sheet, but I, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather physically dominate somebody and have them no, not be able to move. Like, <laughs> like it's it's fourth and one. They got to get one yard. He's still two. He's in the backfield talking about I. I don't know what happened. He came out of nowhere. <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking for. Coaching culture here. Uh, you you've got, I, I think, a very solid staff that Coach Loth has. Has assembled. There's been a tweak here, a tweak there, because uh, you know f- there are reasons folks move on, stuff like that. But uh, um, how do you feel you've grown under them? I personally, I mean, I've I've had like four different position coaches since I got here. I was recruited under one, then by the time I got here, he was gone, and then uh, every year it's kind of just been a little mix-up. But uh, the one constant has been Coach Jones, and under him, I he pushes me to be my best self. I mean, he. He cracks jokes and makes me feel like, you know, but uh, he makes me better. <laughs> makes it a little bit more hard-headed. So. Well, are you looking forward to uh, the scrimmage and and then uh, being the road wolves for a little while before you get oh, home? Oh, yeah. I, I think that's a great way for us to kind of get back into this. I mean, having the six home games last year, yeah, it was it – was, it was nice to be not have to go anywhere, but starting off the season on the road, you you really got to get your stuff together. It's not like you just get to sit home and you know they're coming to you. It's now you got to you got to put on your big boy pants. You got to get on the bus. You got to go out there and you got to prove why you're better than everybody. Well, I'm Big A, we we look for solid things from you and the crew. We appreciate you taking the uh, the time out here, and knock on wood, this is uh, this is a big campaign for you and your crew. Oh yeah, last one. Last ride right here. Excited. Thank you, guys. Luke Papalardo is here, a Connecticut kind of guy, and also uh, part of the secondary here in Westcom with the Wolves. Uh, Luke, a little antsy, a little excited to be a, be a part of the whole shebang again this year? Yeah, I'm very excited. You know, it being my last year and being, you know, coming back for a fifth year and stuff like that, it's definitely like, you know, those nerves build up, but I'm just ready to go. I'm ready for the all the excitement all the you know all the heartache all, all the stuff that you know the football season has in store for us and i'm ready for it well you're a guy who had a overcome injury then you had to sit through the pandemic stuff and uh so you you've you've been through enough but you've been a a great contributor what do you prefer to play in the secondary uh, I love playing safety. I love being the last guy, you know, the, the last line of defense and just being back there wa- seeing everything. I I've, I love watching everything happen in front of me and the way that the game moves, it feels a little slower to me and it slows down like that. Um, I really enjoy the guys that I play with too. The guys that are here are great guys and I think that, you know, we've made a stride great strides in the spring and stuff like that and guys coming back that are, are important to us and I I think we'll be ready to go so not not just as a member of the leadership council but because you are a veteran at your position um you're also gonna have to help bring some other guys you know along uh, give them advice uh give them a couple of noogies when they get out of line you know all that sort of stuff uh do you Relish that role of being a mentor as well? Absolutely. I think that's one of my biggest reasons for coming back and just, you know, wanting to be a part of this again. I love I love the guys that we have here. I love the guys that they bring in. You know, 
being that big brother, being that like mentor to them, you know, it means a lot and it helps, it helps them, but it also helps myself realizing and who I am and who I have to be. And, you know, like just being the best I can be and having that, just having that role to show them, you know, you have, you have to act like this. You have to be like this. It, it's big for me and it, it keeps me sane. So Luke, after, uh, after a championship, and and conference honors and all that sort of stuff. What's what's the game plan for you? Because uh, you know the the football playing career may may be over. But uh, where are you taking your your Westcon education, et cetera? So um, I am a psychology major. Um, I have an internship set up right now, either with the Boys and Girls Club in Ridgefield or um, another place. But like I've always. One of my biggest things is like helping people. I've always had that that niche in me that like I like I have to help. I have that that's that that feeling that you need to. So I I just I want to be the best for everybody else, but also for myself. But I you know I do relish in the fact that you know I like I can help people and I think that I'm good at it. So it's Team psychologist. I could see that down the road. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, look, we appreciate you all the time you've spent here. We appreciate your time today. We wish you the best of luck this season. Appreciate it. Thank you. Here on the Westcon Football Podcast, get a little bit closer to the Danbury area. Wilton Guy, Michael DeCostanzo is here. And and boy, um, the excitement, you know, we're, we're winding down in our chats with the Leadership Council. The excitement, Michael, is um, is almost a little scary. You know, I, I don't know if I've seen wolves this happy returning oh, yeah. to campus to get ready for a season. Yeah, we uh, we have big expectations this year. I think uh, this is going to be our year. I know uh, the seniors in my class uh, we're ready for it, and um, I think we're going to turn things around from last year. I think we got a I think we got a lot of potential, a lot of uh, returning guys, and um, I'm just excited to see how see how the season plays out. I'm amazed at, at this stage because really, when we're recording this, camp is really just starting. Mm-hmm. Scrimmage is a couple of weeks away. Opening day is a week beyond that. So. I'm beyond impressed with the intensity and focus besides the excitement, uh, just how raring to go and how everybody's checking everybody out. Oh, you stayed on your regimen. You did this. Oh, yeah. you, you did that. Well, is it a, a tough thing to do to stay on that kind of a regimen from, from the end of, let's say, spring season till now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know personally myself, I, I work three jobs over the summer, so I do my lifting before I even go to work because I just feel like I'm too tired afterwards. But um, it's, it presents a challenge for sure. You know, you're not, the coaches aren't there telling you, you know, to get in the weight room. So the kids who are in the weight room, the kids who are doing stuff over the summer, they, they really want to do it. You know, they really want to see us succeed. For you, what are your, what are your hopes, your aspirations for this season? Uh, this season, um, as a team, I just want to uh, improve uh, upon our record and our our play from last year. And um, personally, just to get better every practice, you know, things are going to go wrong, but it's important to stay positive. And, um, you know, it's easy to get down on myself. Um, but this year, I want to really stay focused and just and, and, you know, maintain my focus throughout the entire season. 
you're an edge guy. Oh, yeah. You love the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably, you know, if, if people want to really take notice, big third down plays, mm-hmm. uh, the big D is going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be our, our moment to shine. And I, and I know the D-line's got it this year. we got a bunch of animals on the, on the D-line this year, for sure. <laughs> but, no, you've been, you've been especially good uh, as, as an edge man. And I, I think part of the reason why is because you, you bring a lot of different things to the, uh, the table. You great anticipation. Yeah. Uh, Michael, that, there are edge rushers who get it done, but... When somebody has the talent and that and that great anticipation, it's like a symphony. Mm-hmm. It's great to watch. I totally agree. That's my cheesy lead into the fact that Michael's also from a musical family. <laughs> Just, you know, so I'm oh, going to, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's something dad yeah. imparted on you. Yeah. You know? Nick told me about this. Did he put that in there? <laughs> Yeah. Well, look, I, I appreciate you taking the time to, to be with us, and we're looking forward to, to seeing you get it going. Best to the family, and, and thanks for sticking with it and continuing with the Wolves. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on today. Appreciate it. And to wrap up this edition of the Westcott Football Podcast, Bart Pasterna, Coach Joe Loth, Pooch not behind the glass. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, this. <laughs> well, we're, we had a great time talking to the, the members of the Leadership Council and uh, some of the coaches here. And I want to remind folks, scrimmage will be coming up, but the first game of the season is going to be right after Hall of Fame Day at Westcon. So on the 23rd is the Hall of Fame ceremonies, and then on the 24th, Westcon football will have its first home game. And prior to that, they are the Road Wolves, as we mentioned. Make your plans now. Go to the Westcon Athletic site. Find out what the schedule is. And please put your keisters in the stands. And don't forget that when, when they're on the road, you can watch them uh, on the athletic site. And when they're home, obviously come to the game. But if you can't, we live stream the home games as well. Same place you can get to it from the athletics website. Yes, if you can't be here... Watch us on the on the home games. Why? Because it's us. All right. <laughs> exactly. That's the that's the bottom line. But you can catch every single, you can catch every single game. But we always like to see you in the stands. And former players, make sure you stop by, say hello to the coach, say hello to us in the booth if you want. We're always welcoming our alum here at uh, at Westcott. The Westcott Football Podcast is a production of WCSU Media. Engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Volpe. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us find new listeners. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WCSU Podcasts. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at WCSU.edu. Thanks for listening.